Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fired up to have this guy on the show. He's lived truly a remarkable football life. He's got a great book out. It's called Son of Bum. Lessons my dad taught me about football and life. He worked on this book with Vic Carucci. You know him from his days coaching the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills and winning a Super Bowl with one of the more iconic defenses, I think, in league history, the tremendous Wade Phillips. Coach Phillips, it's John Jastrzemski. How are you, my friend? Well, I'm okay. Uh, how are you doing? All right? I hope. Coach, we're doing okay, man. Listen, anytime we could get our minds off all this craziness that's going on in the world and we got a chance to talk to somebody like you and we got a chance to talk a little football, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, let's do that. That'd be great. Coach, I love it, man. So you've been a guy that's been a part of so many great teams over the years, whether you're a head coach, whether you're a defensive coordinator, and now you have this book that comes out. We know – what an influence your father had on your life. But curiously, what was the inspiration for you to sit down and start thinking about writing a book? Oh, uh, when we won the Super Bowl at Denver and uh, uh, after that game, uh, you know, they were saying a lot about Wade Phillips coaching and all that stuff. And I just wanted to, you know, I really wanted to honor my dad. And that's, you know, that's my life and my coaching life, especially came from my dad. So I just wanted people to know about that, really. Well, Coach, it was a terrific read. And obviously your father, having this iconic background, being a part of the NFL. Um, if there's one specific thing that your father's influence brought upon you in all of your years of coaching, what would that be? What would you like to share with the audience? That like one particular influence maybe that like stands out more than anything else? Uh, well, I mean, it's really how to coach. I mean, uh, I think the second chapter there says, uh, the title is, and that's what he always said was coaching isn't bitching. And it, it's not griping about things. It's teaching how, how to do it and teaching players how to do and do things. And then when they do make a mistake, instead of hollering at them, uh, a lot of times it's your mistake because you didn't teach them well enough. So, uh, that's, that's the first thing I learned really from him was about, Hey, the right way to coach and not just to holler at people just because they 
they made a mistake or didn't do the right thing. Coach, when you think about your time as a head coach with the Buffalo Bills, with the Denver Broncos very early in your career, and then um, with the Dallas Cowboys with Tony Romo, what for you stands out as like that most memorable head coaching stop? Obviously winning the Super Bowl and doing so with that great Denver team, that, that's a moment you're going to cherish forever. But when you were leading the team as the head man, what was that most memorable stop for you? Uh, well, all three of those, you know, all three of those were, uh, it was memorable, you know, to, to be a head coach in the NFL is, is hard to get to. And I, I got to be head coach three times. So, and, you know, my overall winning uh, record is a winning record, which, you know, I'm proud of that. Um, but, you know, I, uh, you know, like my dad said, and, uh, and it's in the book, obviously is. You know, there's two kinds of coaches, ones that have been fired and ones that are going to be fired. So, uh, you know, it's just part of the job uh, if you don't win win enough. And uh, uh, we won a lot of games as a head coach, but but uh, I think I've won more as a, as a coordinator. You have, Coach. But you know what? I always thought it was an unfair knock on you when people would say, you know, Wade is this all-world defensive mind. And, you know, they – they try to nitpick your record as a head coach. You took teams to the playoffs with the Buffalo Bills. If I'm not mistaken, you were coaching the Dallas Cowboys, and they were a number one seed getting ready for the 2007 playoffs within, you know, that giant year. And, of course, it's a year that our audience knows well with the Giants taking oh, yeah. down your boys and, then of course, the Giants beating New England, who was undefeated. But does that kind of bother you, Coach, when you hear, you know, people make that argument that Wade is like this all-world defensive coordinator? And was a so-so NFL head coach? Does that bother you? No, I've always said that. I, you know, I said that about myself. I, you know, um, you know, I wasn't a great head coach, but I'm. I think I'm a pretty good defensive coordinator. Okay, coach. That 2007 season, you got Tony Romo lighting it up. You got T.O. lighting it up. You guys on the first round by. You have home field advantage throughout. What was the toughest challenge that year? in taking on the Giants, who you beat twice in the regular season, they got you the third time around. What do you remember vividly about that game? Well, it's like you said. I mean, we'd beaten them twice, and, uh, you know, and we were playing at home. So, uh, But they obviously, they obviously had a great team, you know. <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. so um, And it was a close game. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I talked to the officials before the game, and uh, – I told him DeMarcus Ware had been called for being offside when he wasn't like several times because he got off the ball so quick. And sure enough, they called him when we made a play right in the first quarter. He got a sack in the first quarter, and they called it back, and the Giants ended up scoring, and really that was the difference in the game. So um, I was disappointed that they didn't. But, you know, that, that things happen. Coach Phillips, Music City Miracle. Forward pass? Oh, yeah. I was standing on the sideline <laughs> where they saw it. I mean, you know, but again, you know, that that's, you know, they, we had instant replay. That's why I, I was really disappointed because, you know, I saw the guy throw it from behind the line and the guy caught it in front of the line. You know, that, that to me, that, that was clear, but they didn't agree. So, uh, but we've had some, we've had some good wins, too. Oh, no doubt, Coach. But you know this. The losses, and I hear this all the time, they kind of like sting you more so even maybe than some of the wins. You think about those two losses, the loss to the Giants in the divisional round, 
and that Music City Miracle game. If there's one that like might eat at you more, what game would that be? <laughs> None of me did me. I, you know, I go to the next one. When I go to the next year, the next game, you know, uh, the last, what, five years, uh, I think we've had 57 wins. So, uh, and two Super Bowls, one of them we lost to New England, but uh, the other one we won with two different teams. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of riding high as far as what's happened to me lately. I, I don't, I don't look in the past too much. You know, I've, uh, I look back to uh, a lot. I mean, I don't know how many wins I've had in my career, but been a part of, but it's quite a few. So uh, I look at those. I, I don't look in the past at, at negative stuff. I really don't. Coach, good for you. I got to take that approach on the golf course the next time I'm out there, my friend. I, mean, I think it would do me some. Uh, it, it would do me some justice. I, I can't be holding on here, my friend. So I do want to get to something that I think you deserve so much credit for, and you were the architect of this defense. That 2015 Broncos team that shuts down Tom Brady in the AFC title game, that shut down Cam Newton, who was 15-1 on the year and was league MVP. And, Coach, you think about that defense. You had Von Miller playing great. You had your buddy Demarcus Ware playing great. You got a guy like Akeem Tlaib in that secondary. What do you remember about taking over that defense First year you're in there, you must have been gushing, saying, man, I got so much to work with here as far as talent goes, huh? Yeah, we did. We had, we had, now, you know, I think the last seven times I've come in as a defensive coordinator, we went to playoffs the first year. So I I was hoping we would do well, but I didn't know we would do that well. Now, Chris Harris is a great corner, too. Now, Uh, we had, you know, we had people that could cover man to man. We also beat Roethlisberger in the first game, so. Uh, we we shut down all those all those great quarterbacks and uh, but that was you know we had great players and and uh, they did a great job of playing well and playing together and uh, dominate. I mean uh, we led the league in almost I don't know I think 17 categories on defense so something crazy and then uh, and then the playoffs we just carried on from there so it, it was a great it was a great. Uh, great, great defensive team. And, Coach, you got to be honored by the fact that when people look back on NFL history, you know, you're going to talk about the top defenses of all time. The 85 Bears are going to be there. The 2000 Ravens are going to be there. But your defense is going to be there. I, I don't think there's any question about it. You mentioned the quarterbacks you beat, um, that dramatic win over Tom Brady in the AFC title game. And, and what was it like, Coach? I've always wondered because they score that touchdown as we know, late in the fourth quarter. But then they got to go for two, and they got to execute the two-point conversion. Um, do, do you remember what you schemed up on that particular play? Is <laughs> oh, yeah. it basically try to go get Tom Brady? What did you guys do knowing the game and the Super Bowl was on the line? Yeah, we blitzed on that play. And uh, uh, and DeMarcus Ware got there so quick that he had to do something with the ball. So... Uh, you know that was the big thing. He he didn't really have time, and of course he threw it quickly, and we we intercepted it. So, uh, but yeah, we we blessed on the play. We said, well, hey, you know, we got to stop him right here, and we did. We got you know, we also we, we we also in that game we hit Tom Brady twenty four times in that game. So, oh, I remember I mean, it, Coach. It, Listen, it, you wore uh, him out but, that it, game. Hey, that's got to be but, the uh, game it, plan, it, right? You want to beat Tom Brady? Yeah. Got to hit Tom Brady. 
Yeah, but it, that was amazing, and uh, that was the amazing part of it is how many times we pressured him. But uh, and of course, Vaughn had an interception, so we, you know, he had a great, a great run there too, an MVP in the Super Bowl. With Phillips, son of bomb lessons, my dad taught me about football and life. Coach, then you go to L.A. and you're going station to station and churning defenses around. What do you remember about that experience? Obviously, most recent. I mean, you were there for a couple of years. You take a team to a Super Bowl. What is like the lasting image you have of working on that team, living out in Southern California, that whole deal? Well, it was, you know, I mean, we took over a team that hadn't had a winning record in, what, 10 years. And so, uh, and Sean did a great job with the offense, you know, turning it around. Uh, we led the league the last three years. We've led the NFL the last three years in turnovers. So we we played uh, we played that kind of defense what we needed to get the ball back as quick as we could for our offense. But they did a great job uh, moving the football and scoring. And of course, Todd Gurley had a great year. But but we 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 had good defenses. We turned it around quickly. We won the division the first year. Uh, and Seattle had been dominating. And then the second year we went to the Super Bowl. Then last year we we dropped down a little bit. We were nine and seven, and and we were the only winning team in the in the uh, team with a winning record that did make the playoffs. So you know we had a pretty good run, thirty five wins. So we had a pretty good run there. Coach, you buy that idea for a team that loses the Super Bowl? It's just a tough hangover across the board to overcome. Like, do you think in any way that played into what happened with the Rams? You had a winning season, yes, but you don't end up getting back to the postseason with that group. Did that Super Bowl hangover have anything to do with it? I think it does. I, I told Sean that, you know, that that was a big challenge going in to, to last year that, you know, a lot of times you don't realize it uh, unless you've been there. But when you when you lose it, and, and it happened to Carolina too, you know, after, after – uh, um, after they lost to us, they didn't make the playoffs. So it's, I think it's a real thing and that your expectations are so high and then you get let down. Uh, it, it's hard to mentally fight back from that. And our team did a pretty good job. But, but And, again, we missed a field goal in the last play of the game against Seattle that would put us in the playoffs too. So we still had a good football team. Okay, Coach, it's going to be very, very weird when the NFL gets back going and God willing will be back come September and what kind of form, I don't think anybody has an idea, but seeing your face on the sideline in Denver, in LA, in Dallas, in Buffalo, I mean, you've been a part of my football life every which way. How weird uh-huh. is it going to be for you next year not being on a sideline? Well, I still hope I, there's still some hope out there that somebody will want to pick me up as a, uh, doing something, you know, because I think I can help. I've been with a lot of winning teams, and and uh, I think I could help somebody. So I'm I'm still hoping that, that maybe somebody will uh, be able to pick me up. If they don't, you know, I was out in 2014 for for a year, and uh, 2015 I got a job with Denver, and we did okay. So uh, you know, I, I'm still yeah, hoping I think that, that worked out pretty nicely. You know, so, yeah. Coach, what you're telling yeah. everybody, and I love hearing this, man. If somebody made you a call and somebody made you an offer, you'd want back in if it's the right possibility and the right opportunity for you. That's what you're telling our audience. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm, I need a job. <laughs> I can't stay around the house anymore. This, this, uh... I believe it. Listen, you're sick and tired of doing interviews. The media opportunity, coach. Listen, no. when you're a coach, you're a coach, man. I get it. Listen, before we get you yeah. out of here, I got to ask you this question because you've coached so many iconic defensive players. And you don't need me to rattle off the list, whether it's Von Miller, Aaron Donald, uh, Reggie White, Bruce Smith. You give me the guy. But out of any of those guys, if you had to tell me the best player you ever coached, who would it be? Uh, J.J. Watts in there, too, you know. So, I coached him. Can't forget about he, him. He, uh, you know, it's I know. a laundry list, he, coach. It's a he, laundry list. He, yeah, he's three-time defensive player of the year. And Aaron, the last uh, two years previous, uh, defensive player of the year. Reggie, obviously, was. Bruce Smith was. So, uh, you know, those are the – and Von Miller. So, I mean, uh, and, and DeMarcus Square was a great player, too. So, uh, and I had – uh, I had several more Hall of Famers. So even with Houston Oilers, I had two defensive linemen that I coached that are in the Hall of Fame and one linebacker. So, uh, you know, it's hard to say one's better than the other. Uh, Reg, now, Reggie White had the best year ever. Uh, we we had a, a strike year where we only played 12 games, and he set the record for until Strahan broke it. Uh, but in 12 games, he had 21 sacks. So that, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's come close to having any kind of uh, season like that or part of the season like that. But but all of, all those guys you mentioned are all uh, they're ph- phenomenal players. And all of them are great people. That's, that's the other great thing about it. They're all great guys. They're great human beings. They help their communities. They've all, they're all same type individuals that, that are first class. So uh, those guys are all neat guys. Coach, appreciate a couple of minutes. Best of luck with the book. And I have a funny feeling you're going to end up back on an NFL sideline before you know it. So stay safe. Um, all the best moving forward. And congratulations again. Yeah, y'all stay safe. And, and uh, I, I'm an at Son of Bum on Twitter. If they read, when they read the book, uh, they want to ask questions or just tell me how they liked it, well, uh, give, me a, give me a tweet. There you go, Coach. You're digging social media now, huh? You're all about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I've got quite a few followers. but uh, I'm sure you do. Listen, when you're son of yeah. mom, when you're Wade Phillips, yeah. I mean, must be go. nice, Coach. <laughs> must be nice. Listen, congratulations. I'm going to fire off a tweet. I'll send you a few tweets. We'll have some fun. And okay, uh, best hey. of luck moving forward, okay? Yeah, thanks, John. It's, it's been fun. They have it. The terrific Wade Phillips, the Super Bowl champion, Tremendous defensive coordinator, longtime NFL coach, and a very, very enjoyable read. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.